0: Today, we celebrated our five-year anniversary as a church, and Pastor Trent concluded the day with his prayer for Foothills Church. I do want to close with a prayer this morning and how God is moving. In the last couple of weeks, I've just been praying about you know, what to share at at this moment and, and God just really has laid on my heart just to share with you the prayer that I've been praying for Foothills Church and it's a great prayer, you know, for our church but it's also a great individual prayer for each of us that I want to encourage you guys. If you've got your Bibles, um, I've been reading through First Peter and so um, this is part of, I guess, what God's just been doing in my heart um, and in First Peter chapter 2, uh, the first few verses here, he says, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, like newborn infants, long for pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, as you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You know, there are three areas that I've really been praying for, for you and just for our church. And that is, first of all, that God would make us humble. Um, God make us humble because every day we've got to wake up and we've got to check our ego at the door. I mean, every day is an ego battle between you and God. I mean, if we were honest, all of our sin really boils down to our pride. Uh, we want what we want and we want it now. And when it doesn't go the way we want it to, then it makes us upset and leads us down all kinds of crazy paths. But all throughout the scripture, Jesus says to deny yourself, uh, to die to yourself. And when we deny ourselves, when we die to ourselves, then we're able to truly live. I mean, that was the a- absolute truth for Jesus. He, he w- was willing to die, literally to die, so that he might have Uh, and and might be able to provide for us life. And so all throughout the Bible, it's like deny yourself. And when you deny yourself, you then are able to embrace your true self, your, you know, what really makes you uh, have life to the fullest. And we can't get that life unless we die to ourselves. And so it's this concept that blows our mind because our instinct is to if you know to have what we want then we've got to go after what we want but but that's just contrary to what scripture calls us to do and so we've got to constantly pray god make us humble Make us humble. Let, me, let my ego uh, be destroyed. Let me check it at the door. So when you go to work tomorrow, it's like, God, help me to check my ego today as I go to work. When I go home and I'm with my wife, I've got to check my ego. God, keep me humble. When I go to church, God, keep me humble as I worship and hear from you. Because my ego and what I want, my selfishness is going to get in the way. And so anytime we are not checking that ego, then bad things begin to happen in our life. And so God make us humble. And so when I read scripture like this that says, put away all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, all envy, all slander, all of these things come out of a prideful spirit. So it's like when I'm prideful, you know, then, then I'm deceitful. Then, I'm, then I live this hypocritical life. Then I'm envious of what others have. And I, I tend to slander other people, you know, because it makes me feel better about myself when I slander them. And so God, make us humble. God, make us humble. That is uh, for, for our future growth, for our future investment into the kingdom and building his kingdom here. We have to be a church that is humble. Um, so I'm praying this for myself God make me humble and the other day we were eating um, at a restaurant I was with my, my family and uh, one of the servers was a girl that I went to high school with and so uh, th- it was one of the girls in school that kind of ma- got made fun of and, and those kinds of things she was really super smart and, and, but just didn't have a lot of friends and a lot of people picked on her and that kind of thing and so we were kind of sitting there and you know how sometimes God does in your life um, he kind of speaks to you and says you know you need to go encourage her reach out to her and those kinds of things and I was like yeah, but I'm with my kids, you know, all the excuses start coming with my kids. My wife's here. It's got all this. We've got to eat. We've got to go to the next thing, you know. So all that's kind of going through my head. And and then I started thinking, you know what? I mean, I played basketball in high school. I mean, she, I'm sure she knows me. I was pretty popular. I mean, if the Trent Stewart like went and like encouraged her, you know, and like acknowledged her, then she would be, you know, she would be encouraged, you know, like give her a, a great day. So I thought, all right, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And so I walked up to her and I was like, hey, how are you? She's like, good, good, how are you? I was like, so I think we we know each other, right? And she was like, no, I'm sorry. I was like, well, you know. Trent from high school. Remember, I played basketball. And she goes, oh, no, I'm I'm sorry, I don't remember. I was like, God... When I pray for humility, I don't mean like that. You know, I don't mean like that. I've got a few areas that I'll let you humble me in, God, but it doesn't need to happen that way. No, God, humble me. Keep my ego in check because this is not about me. This is not my church. This is, I'm not always going to be the pastor here. This is not my deal. This is God's deal. Okay, this is, this is collectively a Foothills Church deal. And so like, where do we want to take this? And so what what does God want to do through us? And so I I always want to keep that in mind and keep that in check. And the next uh, thing that I'm praying for is that God would make us hungry. And so in verse two, he says, like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk, that by it you will grow up. And so we grow up by this pure spiritual milk. And so to be hungry is a prayer that I have. God, make us hungry Don't let us be apathetic. Don't let us be content with what we have. We want more of you, God. We want more people to experience the gospel. I've experienced God's grace. He has saved me, and I'm never gonna get over that. And I don't want you to get over that. And I want everybody in this city to understand who Jesus is. It's not because we want a big church, but that doesn't I came from a church, you know, ten times the size of this church. This does not matter to me, like how big our church is. What matters to me are that people hear the gospel. Because I've experienced Jesus and I want other people to experience Jesus. I mean, that's your heart too. And so we want to maintain that hunger like a, like a baby, you know, hungry for milk. And those of you guys who've had kids, you know when your kids are babies, when they are hungry for milk, what do they do as a baby? They cry, yeah. They cry and scream and whine. I don't think God's calling us to cry and scream and whine. Like, preach to us, No, that's not what he's asking us to do here. But what he's asking us to do is like, have that craving, to have that longing for God's truth that spiritual milk is God's truth, God's word. And I wanna, I wanna pastor a church that is hungry for the word of God. Like, like I wanna preach God's word and it'd be so hard to handle that everybody's just like, oh, I want more. I wanna sit down and eat a big steak dinner when I hear the gospel preached, when I hear the word preached and, and I want more of God's truth and I want more of the Holy Spirit in my life making, making his presence known and real. So God make us hungry. But then finally, I'm praying that, that God would make us holy Verse 5, he says, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. And so God is building us. He calls Jesus the stone, the cornerstone. And so upon the foundation of Jesus, he is building us into this spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. To be a holy priesthood. God is calling us to be holy. And I'm praying that God would make me holy, that God would make you holy, that he would set us apart, that he would uh, allow us to have this hunger that that we would want to be more like him. And, and we want to understand him in a deeper way that it would affect how we behave. It would affect how we speak. It would affect like what jokes we laugh at. It would affect our conversation and how we guide them. And so when I go to work and when I go to school and when I go, you know, on the, in the rec league or whatever, like, like I want to go and make an impact. And so I'm thinking through like, God, I want you to make me holy so that people see you in me. And that's the point that he would see, they would see us as being united, understanding the gospel and that we would be holy. He said, once you have tasted that the Lord is good in verse three. I mean, when you have tasted that the Lord is good, there's a hunger there. Listen, there, there is nothing that tastes better than understanding Jesus Christ on a deeper level. I don't care what restaurant you go to. I don't care what toys you've bought. Nothing satisfies your soul like knowing Jesus and like tasting the grace and love and mercy of Jesus. When we get some of him, then it changes us and we want more. Once we have tasted him and know that it is good, we want more. We want that hunger. We want that humility in our life. We want that holiness and the bottom line is as we seek to honor God in this church and continue to reach others for the gospel um, it's only Jesus can do this only Jesus can heal your marriage only Jesus can can break the bonds of addiction in your life today only Jesus can restore a relationship in your life only Jesus can can heal your broken heart Only Jesus can allow, you know, circumstances to change and doors to be open. And only Jesus can heal sickness and heal the blind. And and only Jesus can take a church and grow it to a thousand in less than five years. Like only Jesus can do this and only Jesus is going to be able to do this in the future to continue this path of growth. And so I've asked James to close us in a song that speaks directly to this truth And I pray that it encourages you and inspires you. So let me pray for what we've just spoken. And then James is going to lead us as we close today. Father, we do pray in the name of Jesus that you would humble us. God, that you would make us humble. God, that you would make us hungry. And Lord, that you, Father, would allow us to be holy. We pray for all of that in each of our own lives and for this church to be known as that because we want more of you. We want to experience you. We want other people to experience you. And and sometimes we just have to get out of the way. And sometimes we just have to deny what we want because we know it's going to reach more people. And that's tough. That's tough on a church. That's tough on a community of believers because we all have this idea of what church should look like and what it should feel like. But, But God, you're in control and you're going to do this thing and help us to stay out of the way and help us to be committed and faithful to this journey. Only you can do this, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. More information about Foothills Church can be found online at foothillschurch.com.